Welcome back to Revelation Bible Study from Last Day's Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with Bible study today, let us begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Alright, this is Revelation number 15. Let's continue studying the words of Revelation. We as believers must know the words of Revelation. The Bible says, when the Holy Spirit comes to this earth, he will not only guide you into truth, into all truth, but will also inform you of the future. Now, there is only one hope for those who have accepted, who have received Jesus Christ, and become children of God. We are waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ, the blessed hope as in Titus 2.13. The only hope is the coming of Jesus Christ. There is no hope in this world. As the writer of Revelation, Apostle John wrote, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. We continuously see events that will happen during the tribulation, as the saints the regenerated children of God ascend to heaven and meet the Lord. There will be tribulation on this earth for seven years. In heaven, the children of God, the brides of Christ, will have a wedding feast for seven years. In contrast, there is a feast in heaven and tribulation occurring on earth. It is the heavenly feast with Christ in heaven and the tribulation with the Antichrist on earth. You must choose which one today. If you have not yet been saved, please choose. Also, if there are people who have not yet been saved, we must tell them. Therefore, the words of this book of Revelation are the words that will take place during the tribulation and the events that will occur during the tribulation are things we have never seen before. People tend not to believe if they have never experienced it. But the word of God must be fulfilled. When 
God said, let there be light, there was light. We must never doubt the fact that God's word will surely come true. Because the word of God is the truth, and therefore, the words of the book of Revelation are clearly fulfilled. But it is hard to believe. However, the word of God is given to believe, not to be analyzed, interpreted, and argue against. A person who believes it as it is, is at ease. If a sixth grader reads these words, they will believe it. But the older you are, the older you get, the more difficult it becomes. The more educated in the world, the harder it is. Today, you must throw away all the thoughts in your heart like excrement and listen to these words in order to believe. Now the plague of seals is over and the plague of the trumpets begin. The plagues of seal, trumpet, and the vial happen at the same time, but you need to know that they are only recorded to show, uh, to show the odor. We'll start from chapter 8, verse 7 today. Revelation 8, verse 7. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of trees was burnt up, and all gra uh, green grass was burnt up. Has this ever happened? Have you ever seen hail mixed with blood? Fire came down from heaven. Of course, fire also came down in Sodom as well. It poured all onto the earth. A third of the trees are burned, even today. California and in other areas, a lot of trees are burned during a wildfire. Yet, never has third of the forestry was burned down. What will happen? Will there, ma will there be uh, major changes in the nature? This is the first plague. Plants wither and die. How could this be? How much fire will there be to cost us? In the past, people in the world would laugh at such sermons. But it's easy to explain now that nuclear fusion is being experimented with at subatomic levels, and knowing just how great fusion is. In fact, 100 years ago, when preachers said the Lord was coming and the world was going to end, scientists ridiculed them. But, they, uh, but don't be surprised. Today, on the, on the contrary, 100 years later, scientists and geologists say that this earth cannot bear it anymore. The world is coming to an end. They say the end of the earth is coming, but now the preachers ridicule them. Why is that? It is the age of Laodicea where the preachers are at ease. It is an era of material abundance. This is an era of material civilization and cultural advancement. In fact, it's a comfortable era that you don't want it to see end, especially for people living in the United States. That's why they preach a lot of um, preach a lot about blessings, material blessings. They fail to preach that the Lord is coming. We are living in such days. 
Many preachers, especially those of the Vatican Council, preached that the world is getting better based on post-millennialism. The world does seem to be getting better, doesn't it? It seems that science and civilization are advancing all, aiding with better living, but when you look inside, you need to realize the human heart has become more corrupt with more sins and more wars. The mainstream of world science is being deceived by the theory of evolution. That is why everything in this world is impossible without the coming of Jesus Christ. Without the coming of Jesus Christ, death and sin will never cease. Wars will never end. It is a historically proven fact that more wars have occurred since the creation of the United Nations. We need to have realization when we hear these words. And the second angel sounded, and as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood, and the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. The sea here is not the depths of, of the heavens. The sea here refers to various bodies of water on earth, such as the Dead Sea, the Mediterranean, and the Pacific Ocean. But there is also the sea that appears in Revelation chapter 13. It's where the beast, the Antichrist, rises from. You can see that this is the uh, Mediterranean Sea. A third of the creatures will die. This will happen in the future. How terrible is that? The people will clamor and scream. Now here comes the third trumpet. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers, and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Even here, one third of the water turns bitter and it is made undrinkable. A huge star falls from heaven. This is something unimaginable, is it not? The verse related to this is in Jeremiah 9.15. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will feed them, even this people, with wormwood, and give them water of gall to drink. When the Israelites did not repent and left God's word, God said, I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink poisoned water. However, according to today's text, the saints will be protected from this wormwood during the tribulation. Remember these words from the Gospel of Mark? Mark 16, 18. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That's why the rest are going to die. A huge number of people will die. Such a disaster is unprecedented. This will surely happen. It will happen after the rapture of the saints. Have you ever heard of a movie called Left Behind? It shows how much those remaining on earth after the rapture will suffer. A third of the vegetation, a third of the fish in the sea, and a third of the water will not be usable. And how precious is water these days? 
Even now, there is no water to drink over in Africa. There is no water to drink in the vast barren desert. Imagine how people will suffer and die if the third of Earth's water becomes totally undrinkable. Therefore, God says, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now here comes the fourth trumpet sounding. The further we go, the more catastrophic disasters are unfolding. Things we can't even imagine and have never seen before. Remember when Sodom was destroyed, fire and brimstone came down from heaven, but no one believed it, right? Same in Noah's days, people never saw or heard of, ever heard of rain, so they didn't believe him. And they didn't believe on rain coming down and that how rain would destroy the world. People have tendency not to believe without seeing it with their own eyes. This is the sinner's nature. But God's word has been absolutely been fulfilled and will also be fulfilled. Therefore, all the words of Revelation are future history. Phys uh, history is a fact of the past. But the word of God is the uh, history of the future. There is no such thing as a future history in world uh, academics. Even though there is no such thing as future history according to the world, it will surely happen in the future according to the Bible. Do you believe this or not? Now you are free to believe or not to believe. For those who believe are blessed and those who do not will surely pay the price. This is God's law of justice. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son into this world to suffer and die wretchedly for the sins of all the people of the world and to totally shed his own blood. Five wounds were made on his body. When he was resurrected on the third day, he gave the Holy Spirit unto the people, eternal life to those who believed in him. God loves those who believe in this. And the people who just won't believe in this, in his love, we can't help them. Unbelievers cannot abide in the love of God. Now and today is the time to believe in Jesus Christ and be saved. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of their, reason of the other voices of the trumpet, of the three angels, which are yet to sound. Here we see there are three woes. These are the sound of the angels blowing the trumpets. There are now three trumpets left, which speak of oncoming great wrath. This fourth trumpet is about phenomenon that appears in the sky. Third of the sun, third of the moon are struck. How can that be possible? But this will happen. So, of course, third of the 
third will be darkened, and third will not shine. It will be the same at night, because third of the moon is covered. It won't be bright even when there is a full moon. This is what will happen at the end of the tribulation. God told Daniel, Prophet Daniel, about the future events, but some things were to be sealed until the end and never to be opened. But in the book of Revelation, everything is revealed. Therefore, nothing is sealed or covered up. The trumpets are blown and vials are poured out. Therefore, we need to read these words because everything is fully revealed and things to come are revealed. visibly clear. Therefore, before this time comes, shouldn't we preach the gospel so people can be saved? This is charity and truly good deeds. This really is doing good deeds for the Christians. Giving goods to those um, in need are also doing good, but truly good work Truly good deeds of sharing the gospel must be done so that God's love is transmitted and the souls who will go to hell and those who will go into tribulation are awakened so that they can enter the kingdom of God. Here comes the first woe. When the fifth trumpet is sounded, the first woe will come upon the earth. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Here we see the bottomless pit. Notice the star is personified. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. If we go to Revelation chapter 120, uh, chapter 1 verse 20, we see the star is an angel. The seven stars... Are seven angels, remember? The Bible unlocks the Bible. Here we see the key of the bottomless pit. There is no end to it. There's no bottom. It's falling forever. Isaiah 14, 15 mentions, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. This is the bottomless pit mentioned in Isaiah. To put it simply, picture a donut. The middle of the donut is There's a hole in it, right? A bottomless pit. This is the abyss. The Bible says there is such pit in the center of the earth. We already learned in school about the cross section of the earth, how the core is a giant fireball. From this extremely hot pit, we see the powers of the devil ascending to the earth's surface during the tribulation, as we have already seen in Revelation chapter 6. These demonic forces come up to the surface. Great things are happening in chapter 9, verse 2. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there, are, uh, there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of the great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth, have power. These aren't the locusts that you and I are used to. These are super, uh, supernatural locusts. They are enormous. Ordinary locusts would choke on the smoke, but there is no mention of them suffocating. And these supernatural locusts have their king, as verse 11 says, 
and they had a king over them. You can see that these locusts are coming up from hell. They are half human, half demon. They are monsters. In verses 14 and 15, these armies come from the east. And in verse 16, they are the cavalry, and they are called kings of the east in Revelation 16. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they would not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. So these locusts, they are commanded to harm those who are not marked with the seal of God in their foreheads. So that is everyone except for the 144,000 Jews. This trumpet is blown by the fifth angel. People suffer for five months. They suffer to the point of death, but they can't die. How cruel is that? King Nebuchadnezzar destroyed Jerusalem on the fifth day of the fifth month. The number five in the Old Testament always means death. Lucifer, who had the power of death, was a covering cherubim. He was the fifth cherubim. Also, Genesis 5 verse 5 says Adam died at the age of 930, 930. Then in the New Testament, Acts chapter 5 verse 5, Ananias died. He lied about um, the money and deceived the Holy Spirit and he died. There is another interesting thing. When you're in danger um, during an aerial dogfight, pilots will signal Mayday, the fifth day. Also, when sending a distress signal at sea, five numbers are issued. Also, the international distress uh, frequency is 500 kilohertz, widely known as SOS. In the Navy, people blow their whistle five times when someone has fallen overboard. In the Old Testament, the altar of altar of burning offering a burnt offering in the tabernacle is found in Exodus 27 verse 1. It is five cubits long and five cubits broad. Animals die there. There's death. Also, when Jesus Christ died, he received nail marks on both hands, one, two, both feet, three, four, and a puncture on the side. That's five. He suffered five wounds and died. It can be seen through the Bible that this number five is associated with death. And we can also see it through various signs of the world. When we believe in Jesus Christ, we know that Jesus Christ died for our sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Believe in this, you will be saved by grace. The word grace also contains five letters and that the death of Jesus Christ is spelled with five letters death d-e-a-t-h has five letters the devil d-e-v-i-l is also made up of five letters snake has five letters indeed this is a mystery we have discovered in the bible and it's a good to know 
as a reference. Now that what plagues do these locusts bring? We now hear the sixth trumpet. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. And the shape uh, and the shapes of these locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was the sound, was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails. And their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. These are some frightening events unfolding. As mentioned earlier, the beasts here are half human and half demons. They have, bre they have breastplates and wings. These are supernatural monsters we have never seen before. There are some who interpret this as an airplane because of its similarity to an aircraft. But an airplane cannot come up from hell. These creatures are literally rising up from the depths of hell. How can planes rise from the pits of hellfire? You have to believe the word of God as it is. Can't say you don't believe it just because you've never seen it. People were destroyed in the days of Noah, not heeding to his warnings of oncoming flood, because they had never seen or heard of rain before. Then Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, because they had never seen or never heard of fire coming down from heaven. Jesus did say, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be, meaning people don't believe it. We must believe when the Lord speaks, because it is the word of God. Everyone believes in the science taught in schools of the world. Everyone believes and studies hard to get PhD, but nobody wants to get a degree in the word of God. You and I, we all need to. A person who believes in God's word and keeps them all, that can answer any questions about the word, and can testify to anyone about what will happen in the future, isn't this awesome? Now Stephen was a deacon of the church. He was neither a pastor nor an apostle. But when he believed and received all the words of God, the Holy Spirit anointed him, and when he was preached in front when he preached in front of the Pharisees, they uh, stoned and killed him. But just before Stephen's death, he saw the door of, he uh, door of heaven opening, and he saw God the Father sitting on the throne, and at his right hand he saw the glory of Jesus Christ standing. And he was able to pray like Jesus, to forgive them all of their sins, 
because they don't know what they're doing. Now that's a Christian. Christians are people who become like Christ, and when it's time to die, they must be transformed into Christ's image. Only then will you be the bride of Christ, saved without shame. Here we also see tales like unto scorpions. At first, it may look like a modern-day rocket or machine gun equipment on a plane, but it's not. These are literal horrendous and ferocious monsters, and their king is Abaddon in Hebrew and Apollyon in Greek. This king is the angel of the bottomless pit, the angel of death, the destroyer, whose name is translated as son of perdition in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 3, John 17, 12, and Revelation chapter 17. This is the Antichrist. Therefore, we must believe the word of God as is. All these woes will come to pass. The gates of hell will open, and these horrendous monsters will ascend to torment the people. And the pain they will suffer is indescribable. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you go insane if you don't have painkillers when you're in agonizing pain? It's kind of like that. However, this is something even painkillers cannot solve. That's why we should be just, that's why we should not just listen to this dreadful words, which will happen after the rapture and the seven-year seven tribulation. Before this time comes, you need to check, have I really been saved? Am I born again? The Lord said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Apostle John says, and this is the record, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath a Son hath life. Apostle Paul says, Examine yourselves, whether ye be in your faith, and whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. Is there anyone currently listening today who is unsure at this moment please pray with me today is the day of salvation and to receive grace when i realize and confess confess that i am a sinner through the blood of the lord the blood of christ washes away all my sins and when i am born again by receiving the holy spirit all these words will be understood and i can evangelize those who do not yet believe with these words let us pray together at this time. If you wish, this prayer will be yours. Now, as you close your eyes and kneel in prayer together, let us pray. Thank you, God. I believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, shed his blood for all my sins and died on the cross and rose from the dead on the third day. I believe that all my sins are forgiven and now forgive me all of my sins and come into me and give me the Holy Spirit. 
so I may understand your word. Please allow me to put hope in the word and live my life without hope in this world so that we can meet you, Lord. From now until the day you return, may the Holy Spirit make me understand the truth, the knowledge of your truth through your word. Eternal life is to know the only true God and his Son, Jesus Christ. Now by deep understanding of the Lord and having fellowship with the Lord, I pray that we will overcome the world in faith and meet the Lord. I earnestly pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope that the blessings of salvation overflows from you. If you have been saved today, please contact us so that you can continue to be nourished by the word and please read the Gospel of John in particular. Then the grace of realizing the word will overflow from you. May the abundant grace be with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.